are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Joe Caperso and I'm Head of International and Sustainable Economics at Commonwealth Bank. And today I'm joined uh, by John O, uh, Commonwealth Bank's inaugural Sustainable Economist. Hey Joe, thanks for having me. It's great to have you on again. It's also uh, great for me to be in the, the hot seat as the uh, presenter as opposed to the, uh, the person who get, has to answer all the questions. Uh, just by way of background, at Commonwealth Bank we have devoted significant resources to helping clients understand sustainability. Uh, we have published over 40 reports covering a range of sustainability issues including carbon offsets, biodiversity, circular economy, corporate disclosure, to name just a few. Today, though, we will be talking about the government's proposed nature repair markets. So, John, let's let's get into it. Um, what is a nature repair market? Yeah, thanks, Joe. So a nature repair market is a market that would enable trading of biodiversity certificates. And so what biodiversity certificates are there are essentially a certificate that represents a, represents a project that has been designed to achieve a nature positive outcome. So you can think of a project that is restoring degraded land in a part in New South Wales, or a project that is going to increase population of a threatened species such as koalas in a certain region in Australia. So these are sort of the projects that will be captured by a certificate. And so the bill for the Nature Repair Market Bill has been introduced recently and it's undergoing debates in Parliament. And uh, th- yeah, so Minister uh, Tanya Plebisic has um, announced that she plans to have it uh, running and operating by middle next year. Okay, so that's not too far away then. So how is a Nature Repair Market different to Nature Offsets? Yeah, that's a good question, Joe. So the Nature Repair Market... Um, is, is new, but there are um, existing biodiversity markets. And the one you mentioned is the offset market. So the offset market is a mandatory market. So for example, in New, New South Wales, if you're a developer and you have a big infrastructure project, whether it be a road or a rail going through a high biodiversity value land, or you're uh, removing vegetation above a certain threshold, you are required to offset for the damage that you have caused by the project. So as a, if you are you know, degra- degrading a few hectares of um, biodiversity land in one region, what you're required to do by law is to purchase credits that resemble the same magnitude of damage that has been caused by the project. Now, as you can imagine, um, the, the concept that the offset market relies on is this, is this concept called equivalence, which means that you can actually do damage and perfectly uh, offset that damage. Now, in our view, um, that's a really tricky concept for a few reasons, and I'll just like to go sure. over that. 
uh, I guess the first one is that nature by its quality and character is not something that can be replicated. So uh, a, a grassland in southern New South Wales is really different um, to grasslands in Queensland, although they might be of the same um, same type. I guess it's a bit like paintings. A Monet is uh, different to a Manet. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, and secondly as well, when it comes to the, uh, if, uh, the effectiveness of these uh, projects, um, nature is complex in that one, you can do damage and sometimes it can be irreversible. Mm-hmm. Or secondly, um, you can put a lot of resources and effort into a project that has been designed to achieve nature positive outcomes, but it might have varying level of levels of effect, effects. Yes. So what I mean is that the outcome is not guaranteed all the time. That's right. Yep. And so those are some of the tricky uh, issues around an offset market. And so what the government has introduced is to introduce a market that moves away from these concepts of equivalence and offset. And hence the nature repair market is not about offsetting, but about achieving nature positive outcomes. That's right. So to go one better than the status quo, but to lead to improvement in nature. Yeah, that's right. So who are the potential market players in this nature repair market? In other words, who's doing the buying and the selling? Yeah, that's right. Um, Yeah, in our economics team, when we look at a market, it's always looking at the demand and supply. So in terms of the demand, um, there's a few uh, potential uh, buyers in this market that we see. One is for corporates that have made uh, commitments or uh, it's part of their value to invest in nature. Mm -hmm. And so those um, corporates may enter this market because uh, if you're a small size corporate, you might not have the specialty or the resources to directly um, create a project yourself. So what a market like this enables is it provides you uh, a marketplace to buy projects that have been undertaken by another group that is efficient and specialised to run these projects. A bit like outsourcing uh, your, your accounting to uh, specialist accountants. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and secondly as well, um, we see a growing demand for disclosures where uh, companies disclose their impacts and dependencies on nature. And so we see uh, co- companies and corporates that will commit to these disclosure frameworks um, entering um, markets like the nature repair market. Yeah, I can see it'd be quite difficult, I think, for a company to disclose their dependencies and impacts on nature, but then at the same time not also uh, coming up with a plan on how they're going to uh, undo or even go one step further and improve nature uh, based on their their, their company's uh, business impacts on nature. So I think disclosure could be quite a strong driver of of these markets. Yeah, that's right. And actually this year is a big year for disclosure. So there is a disclosure framework called TNFD. So it stands for Task Force for Nature Related Financial Disclosure. And so it will be adopted and available for market in September. Okay, John, well, finally, just with one question, um, what does a good nature repair market look like? What are the the, the things that uh, people need to, to know to know it's a good market? Yeah, I think that's a really good question, Joe, because this market is new. It hasn't existed before in Australia. So it's really good to get those questions right in order that, that we can set up a market that is successful and growing in size. So I think when we think about what is required for a good market, there are a few things. 
Um, but we, we're lucky in that we can look at environmental markets in Australia, such as the carbon market, um, and look at some of the qualities that have allowed them to succeed. So one of them would be outcome-based. So if a company is investing in a certificate and they're investing significant resources, it, there needs to be a guarantee that that project is achieving its intended outcome. Or else, what's the point of exactly of right, investing, yes. right? And so in order for that to happen, there needs to be good rigid uh, uh, regulatory frameworks to ensure that when a certificate is listed on this market, it's already gone through the necessary steps to verify that it has achieved its in intended outcome. Yes. Uh, the secondly, second thing we think is really needed is uh, standardization. So currently in this nature repair market bill, it allows the trading of certificates. Mm -hmm. um, but what that means is the projects that are listed in this market could vary in size and cost. You know, one certificate could be $10,000, $100,000. Another certificate could be $1,000. Having such variation in the size and cost of these certificates can be challenging. Mm -hmm. And so a way to come up with a certain standard is really important. One, to enable buyers to, um, I guess, buy these certificates at a, a reasonable price. Mm -hmm. And secondly, to come up with a way that when you can buy a certain certificate, you want to be able to compare it with other certificates yes. in a sort of uh, reliable uh, and comparable way. So it's a really it's a really big challenge because of the characteristics of nature that we talked about. Yes. But those are some of the things that we would really need for this market to grow and thrive. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, uh, John, for that whirlwind tour of uh, the proposed nature repair market. Uh, there, there's plenty more that uh, John has uh, discussed in his uh, in his uh, large notes. So you can find John's uh, report. Nature Repair Market Towards a Nature Positive World, published on the 22nd of March 2023 on combankresearch.com.au. Thank you for listening.